back like a bad habit, but better than you've ever had it. You are rocking with the Wednesday Night Show. It's the AE Double Dudes going down on Twitch.tv slash Wrestling Brain and Kick.com slash Wrestling Brain. That's where you are right now. One of those two places. It's nowhere you'd rather be on a Wednesday night as my co-host with the co-host likes to say. He is the man of varying likes. He is He is handsome. He is wonderful to talk to, both on air and off air. He's gleaming. He's the Zoobs. Zoobs, how do we find you this evening, my big brother? Alive and well, which is more than you can say for Henry Kissinger. Am I right, folks? He's um, dead. He's dead. As rest in peace. Uh, rest in a pile of shit. Uh, boy, oh boy. It's great. It feels good to be here. I feel refreshed. Uh, you know, not, last week was my turn to get sick in this household. This week is not my turn. So um, just happy to have the time to play with. Very good. Uh, I hope. Wow, look at that! McFadden Huge finding out through our stream that Henry Kissinger is dead. We did Zoops it. Zooms with uh, uh <laughs> we have caught and compromised Henry Kissinger to yeah. a permanent end. Yeah, to do that for at least one person, and uh, today that day was me, and I got his Kissinger on the list. Pretty good. Uh, so no, it makes us good. a news show if you think about it. More sort of a Lots news program. Media. Come on, it sort of always has been. I've had this as a TV and entertainment review. But we're not in the sports section of your Twitter Backlash. of your podcast app. No idea if that's true. It was accurate. It's when I did the first day. Anyway, no way to say good to be here. Feels like a feels like a new chapter. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about this obviously throughout the show. But sort of my celebrate Kissinger's passing tonight. by subscribing with Prime. Point, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, celebrate good times. Time. Come on. Uh, and a great start. The level two hype train uh, out the gate. Wanted to show that out. People excited about the death of Henry Kissinger and maybe excited about a new chapter in AEW. Josh, I have a I have a two part question for you here. Ready? If you'll if you'll if you'll have me. Um, number one, do you think it is fair for tonight to be uh, expected to be? Sort of the feeling of a new Come start, on. new chapter. And did you think tonight was going to feel like the beginning of a, a, a new start, a new chapter? Strong yes to the first. Everybody had every reason to come in tonight with higher expectations or the expectation of an answer in one way or another. Did it deliver on that? There were changes tonight. Noticeable, great, palpable changes. Things that made me happy. People listening. Yeah, I'll give the double yes tonight, Zeus. Why not? Why not go uh, half glass full to kick off tonight's AE double dudes? I'll, I'll say yes to both questions, but let me uh, give you the all ricochet on. right on back. What about for you, DZ? Uh, I suppose it did. I suppose it did. There were some. There were some very specific. Like I, I think, looking at the show as a whole and looking at it uh, as it as it was going on, it did sort of feel like a re, maybe a recentering, maybe not a new chapter as such, as a, a recentering, uh, which is a welcome thought. Lots to get to, lots to think about, um, lots of big AEW discussion Happy tonight day. I think we'll probably have um, quite a bit of. We have some stuff planned in the middle to think a little bit bigger picture, but I'm sure it'll come up organically throughout the course of the night uh, as we are wont to do. Yeah, I agree. Tonight's AE Double Dudes will be a normal AE Double Dudes where it's the sword and shield going through dynamite bottom to top, as we always do, getting your scores, playing keep it or kick it in a new segment in the middle. But it does feel also... Like it might veer into state of the union on AEW yeah. at points. And I think that that's fair. And I think they frame tonight's show as that. So it's even more than fair. Zoops, I, I want to give tonight's show a theme, if that's okay with you. Love that. Because I think this is what AEW did tonight. And it was necessary. Tonight was was 
basic and it was addition by subtraction. Uh, the things that were good about Dynamite tonight were throwing things in, in the landfill. It, it wasn't getting fancy, adding this, this, that, and the other. Back to basics. Keep it simple, stupid. And I think as we go through the show, we'll be able to see how that uh, managed to pay such dividends. I have a feeling scores are going to be high tonight. Yeah. And with that said, we'll quickly run through some of these subs. We heard the a lot of the clapping, a lot of the come ons, a lot of great messages. So let's just quickly run through this before we do what we do best. Folks have been at it uh, since the show dropped. Well, the music was playing still, as Matt pointed out while we were doing it. Vander Huge kicked it off 29 months. Uh, said perfect gold bracket. Don't ask me about blue. Uh, Richie resub with Prime. That's 10 months. And as you know, Josh, Prime sub. You probably have one right now because it's the holiday season. Uh, you're probably getting your things shipped overnight. Get them to you as fast. You got to get your products. Got to have my products. Can't have my products. Need it's them. It's holidays. Got to get new products for your loved ones. Uh, and you need those products quick. Uh, so if you have Amazon Prime, you get a free Twitch sub every month. You can give it to us. Doesn't cost you anything. And it takes money out of the pockets of the billionaires in this world. We need a little bit more of that spirit going around. Uh, and it does not auto renew. So you have to do it every month. If Thank you're one you. of the That's folks right. who is so generous to do that for us. VZ resub 11 months coming up on a year saying I am Jay White's heartbroken expression. Niblets 05, <laughs> 13 months saying Nana's crutch dance. Sam Fells, always great to see hanging around. 33 months. That's a long time. Uh, Danny DeRosha, Thank you, Prime, as we said, 21 months, taken into the show by saying whose house, it's Swerve's house for sure. Irish Mac 21, giving out a community gift. Love that so much. Uh, Torp Penderloin, who you can see every week uh, on Monday on the, the hottest wrestling federation in the business. And I'll say this, I was going to post this in the Discord, but I'll drop it here. I'll say this, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident. On. I looked at a lot of the numbers. Uh, the number one Fire Pro show on Twitch. I'm I'm pretty confident. In, I'm pretty confident in saying it's the number one rated Fire Fire Pro show. And if you look at the times of day of the week that that show is that that game is played on here, no one. Um, there's that. there's one segment where it's like only one person plays this game, and it's it's like there are other days a week where like four or five channels do it at the same time and draw a single digit number. This is the number one drawing Fire Pro show on Twitch. Torque Penderloin, 32 months saying Pack Watch for Kiss. Uh, fruits are edible 34 months celebrating kissinger's passing with a subscription to prime love that Zoops, uh, i must say gifter. speaking of wbcw real quick of course we yeah, are yeah. every monday but as promised one friday a month it's a good slack man and i never dead <laughs> yes, sir, well, because worst. nick would have never disowned his father anyway because he realizes that his father was as good of a wrestler as i was and not only that, his father, Buddy Wayne, and Nick knows this as well, was the man. So do me a favor, and you know what, Shane, it's because, you know, I played your cards right. But that's a conversation for another day, so what I'd like to have right now is you to never get the hell out of my ring. Never go punch your card, because I think your shift is never about to start at Benny's. Never get the hell out of my ring right never. It's just what I heard. It's just what I heard. That's a bullseye on whatever I find funny. That is, uh, of course, the brilliant work of our producer, uh, Matt Prince. Hi, Matty. Thanks for such a great sound clip. Very real and unedited Christian promo. Well, it's just what I heard, and uh, I was a little disappointed with what actually aired. Uh, so I right. thought I'd, I'd just do the, release the unedited version. Thank you so Very much nice. for your efforts, as always. As I was saying, Zoobs, one Friday a month. The Slack Man and I go live. That's this Friday. I think it's wow. December 2nd. We will be live. 7 in the West, 10 in the East, going later than usual. 
We're going to be, it's going to have a late night feel just like the last one did. We're going to go longer and we're giving you an opportunity to double your brain bucks. We are going to put up a fake poll where you will bet all of your money and we will tell you the answer. That's this Friday, seven in the West, 10 in the East. Come find out. This is the time to jump on. I'm telling you, this is a rocket to the moon. This is the time to jump on. Come see Slack and I put our monies where our mouths are, put our monies where our mouths are and book a pro wrestling federation this Friday, WBCW meltdown. Yeah. You couldn't have said it better there. Um, it's, it's, it is the rocket ship. You guys are, uh, you've, you've, you've hit that stride that great federations hit where now it's just, it's, it's like, don't be the last person that you know to be talking about this sort of thing. Thank you, brother. Um, Appreciate that. Anonymous gifter gifting went out to Kissinger as a war criminal. That's very nice. Uh, no clue what this is. <laughs> 23 months. Qui-Gon Gin and Juice, 19 months. Bobby Burritos, 23 months. Speaking of WBCW. That's some great stuff. Um, thank you, everyone. Thank you so much. Um, there you go. There you go. To a total of uh, 13 subs, I think, there in our hype train. So thank you, everybody. Uh, that's a lot of thanking you. And now we turn to you, Josh, because it's time to do what we do best. Let's put the mirror onto the brainiacs themselves and then go over to the man of 100 likes as we ask the question that we always start the show with on a scale of one to seven, with one being the worst and seven being the best. What do you, the brainiacs in the chat, and you, these oobs, rate tonight's episode of AW Dynamite? You didn't spend money on it, but you did spend time. Maddie, if you would, please hit the music. One, two, in a row. two touch. three, four, five. Six, seven, come on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, come on. All right, Zoob's going to machine gun through these. You try to keep track of an average. Bobby Brutus with a full seven. Yum OJ with a seven. Danny DeRocha with a six. Hey, my name is Will with a six and a half. Sam Fells with a six and a half. Irish Mac 21 with a seven. Sever one with a six. Nimbles of five with a six. Brickman's with a five and a half. Maddie Mac with a six and a half. Sticky Bones with a six. G Richie with a seven. Albie 19 with a six. Fruits are edible with a seven. Keek 17, 17 with a six and a half. Darko DDK with a seven. E Prime with a six. Pace with a six and a half. Crygon Gin and Juice with 6.25. A six from VZ Professor Source with a six and a half. Double X 307 with a six. C755 with a six. Geezrek with a six. Shirley McGinnis with a seven. No clue that says with a six. OCE and Best Friends with a six. Casper Shredders with a six. Sludge Williams with a six and a half. Corvex 1266 with a six and a half. Scoots Brodo with a full seven. Area Thrasher with a six. Ryan PM with a five and a half. Cadenza with a seven. Torque Penaloin with a six and a half. And a six from Zang Zone. Sludge Williams, we can't even talk slaughter sport. You you bring that up, this show's ruined. I will, we, we can't do it. But God bless you for saying so. Hello, everyone. High scores, Zoops. And a quick, as you mentioned, Sludge Williams, a huge thank you. I mentioned it off the top for subbing in last week. As I mentioned, I was sick last week. It was my turn to be sick last week in the house. Uh, Sludge coming in on, on less than a day's notice and, and, uh, Doing an incredible job. Killing multiple it. people tell me last week what a great job he did filling in. So they said, "You better come back next week, or, or it's curtains for you. You're you're done. You've you've been you've no, been replaced." Zoops. 
I'll, you know, edit this out for the VOD nation, but it's just true. I'd never let a guy that good looking be on here every week. Yeah, you and I, we so occupy true. a similar zone. You know, so some true. weeks my ego can rise, it can fall. Yeah. If I had to stare at Thomas's fucking beautiful eyes Can't every week, I'd like, just plummet an ego. So it would never yeah. happen. Don't worry about let's it. Let's get this guy, let's get this guy writing or like podcasting. Yeah. Can't have it. Can't have it. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. well, a face for movies, I think they say about, about Thomas. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I would say we're comfortably mid five we're mid six here i mean pretty comfortably nobody yeah. was below six a lot of people seven seems like an evil an equal split there of sixes and sevens and uh six and a half so i'm probably just under the six and a half on the on the on the crowd average here six three six four maybe i was gonna say six and a half if you, i always sort of round it to the zeros and yeah. fives for the average but yeah i think if we got dirty decimal with it we would be looking exactly there six three six four how does that reflect your feelings on the show zoobs the, the mid to low sixes Probably a generous reading on how where I land. I, I land. I mean, it's comfortably a six for me. Um, in sort of the you described it nicely there, where you were like, um, return to form is almost sort of how I. It was it was addition mm -hmm. by subtraction, subtraction, but it wasn't like blow. You didn't blow the lid off the back of your head here. Just like yeah, a good good reminder. I think I think juxtapose as it will be. We sort of can't help it. You juxtapose it. I think a lot of people like myself. Um, you know, the CM Punk is on Raw, and you're like, oh, it's a, it's, it's a lot of renewed interest. But you're like, I will, I'll, I'll watch his promo, right? Like, I'll watch, I'll watch four minutes of this, and you very quickly are like, right? They don't want me. I don't want them. No need to, no need to really super sour grapes about it. You watch more than five minutes of that show, and you really like this show. I'm pretty, pretty comfortable. I think most people saying like, it's not for me. That's okay. Uh, and and they don't seem to care that I'm not there. They're doing they're doing great. I'm doing great. This show's doing great. And you're very happy that this is the show that you're watching, right? I think that is where I land tonight. Where you're like, yeah, right. Like for all the complaints we have, and for all the fixes that there are, and all the signs in the last week that you're sort of confronting about ways you felt maybe for the last six months, all summer, all 2023, even a year and a half, even yeah. you go back, all those sort of things. Maybe, maybe we're now finally confronting them as a group. You also have that like, okay, the show's back on and the show's good, right? It's like, okay, like let's there's no need to really fill the baby out with the bathwater here and panic and say it's over and jump off the cliff. A, a guy we really like chose the other thing. We're choosing this, I think is sort of a, 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 the strong feeling here. And 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 to me it was a it was a very strong, like this is what I expect. This is the dynamite six that I expect, right? This is the show that we expect and deserve every week as well. So um back to basics, very good, feel good six. Just want to say, Zoob, speak for yourself. Uh, obviously, I will be tuning in to all 180 minutes of Monday Night Raw. I tried, brother. Heartless, I, I listless more. CM Punk promo I, I've ever seen in my goddamn life. I tried more of that show than I care to admit uh, on Monday. How like many minutes was... did you see of it, do you think? Would not count see, commercials. Yeah. See of it, I guess, is an accurate thing, right? It, it was on in the room with me, but I was—I literally was like playing a video game, fully immersed. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, like, but it I was like, the chosen if, second. If screen Punk thing. comes up, I can look over. But I would say, like, you know, you glance over at every certain thing, probably, probably double digit, probably ten to twelve. Yeah. Uh, and the seven that weren't Punk that I was like super anticipating, uh, the Punk. Every the other seven, I was like, right. Me and this company made a decision to to shake our hands and go the opposite directions here. This is a breakup that we're both fine with. Yeah. I mean, it was 
really awful to see CM Punk like that. But nonetheless, this is about Dynamite, and I think it's true. The framing of that, where it is like, okay, maybe I like my wife more than I thought. Maybe the, <laughs> Right, yeah. Maybe I the, don't want to be on the apps. Hold on a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I went out to the date scene for two seconds. It was like, holy, like Stan Hansen says, I want a big fat wife and nine kids. You know, uh, get me in that game. Um, yeah, I think I'm pretty much right in line with the chat. I was thinking a six tonight, so maybe like lower, but only the point of semantic. I was thinking, like you you called it, we're back to the Dynamite Six, and that was basically how I felt about it. But there was a high on this show that is higher than I can remember on Dynamite in months for myself, so uh, excited to get into all of that. November 29th, going down to Minnesota, it's Dynamite, and the first person we see on screen this week, Subes. The man who fired CM Punk, as we learned, <laughs> Brian Danielson, the guy who single-handedly made the choice. They said, Brian, what do you say, Dragon? Is he in or out? Give him the old Donald Trump, you're fired if you're feeling it, Dragon. Uh, did, did you read this as me, though, Zooms, that this was sort of a statement of all people to open the show with? Brian, just here for commentary, light the fuse, da-da-da, and now it's, here's Flight of the Valkyries and Brian Danielson way many of us tuned in for punk to see what he might or might not reference and infer whatever we could possibly infer from whatever he could possibly say i think we were always going to pay extra attention to who was first through the curtain tonight you're right i think there was i think that was it was always going to be and i and i agree whether they mean it to or not uh it is a statement to have danielson come out and um you know this as a as an ardent punk supporter i'm sure um you run into many people, and you run into many people who, like, for some reason, are just ready to fight you about Danielson being better than Punk. It's just sort of like this was just weird. Oh, like, yeah. even though both sides will also do the like, well, I was, you know, most Punk people are like, well, I obviously love Daniel, you know, I obviously love Danielson. Of course, like, just, yeah. It's not born out of anti the other guy, but there is there's an almost unspoken sub. I agree. Rivalry that exists in the two um, ideals of those two guys, and to me, this did read as like this is the Danielson show. They're too similar in too many ways to be the Brett and Sean. In fact, Punk and AJ really had more of that dynamic, even down to AJ being very religious and that being part of their friction. But I agree that there is a, are you, you of the ROH Kings, are you a Brian yeah. guy or are you a Punk guy? And I got to tell you, Zoobs, but by the time I'm on the deathbed, I might just be a Samoa Joe guy in that camp. We, we could be, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm walking a step closer to Camp Joe every day. You know who's never letting me down, Zoobs? <laughs> Samoa anyway more on that later uh, Brian Danielson's out here for commentary I think it's a statement the Zoobs agrees we get a quick recap of the weekend C1 action um, really loved uh, Brody King picking up the upset win over um, Eddie Kingston setting up a great sad Eddie promo that we see later here I imagine Zoobs this one you probably pulled on your heartstrings we'll get to that later um, the gonzo bomb on Eddie Kingston I think was well worth re-showing on television and the C1 continues. Glad that they're making it such a big focus of the show as we roll into the opening C1 match of the evening. It's John Moxley versus Jay Lethal. A match, Zoobs, that makes me sick to talk about. It makes me sick. No. To get, you know why, Zoobs? Why is that? And I don't really... I'm going to do this in case somebody's trying to clip this. I can say that isn't what I said. It's fake. They did like what Matt did AI. in Christian promo. Now it was AI. AI. Yeah. That's what I said. Uh, I'm going to do this. Okay. Yeah, well, the, okay, sorry, Matt, no offense, but real Christian promo. Jay Lethal was a lot better than Mox in this match and trying harder. So can we have the Mox conversation? 
Oh, I, I don't know. Conversation right now. I just had to live through the listeners of the punk conversation. I don't know if they're ready for the Mox conversation. <laughs> it's it hasn't been the listen. It's been a lot of stop and go, and he's obviously had um, a lot of difficulties. It's just something, something, something. What we're, I'm monitoring here is the is my the way I'm seeing John Moxley's performance lately. I would say. And give Jay Lethal his flowers, too. I did think Absolutely. Jay Lethal turned up in this match. That, okay, Absolutely. see one time. What you're supposed to do. But, but I said on our review show that I thought Mox and Orange Cassidy under-delivered. I saw, did you, I'm sure lots of people saw John Moxley promos going around the timeline this week. Speaking about uh, CM Punk and Fragile Mind, Fragile Body. And I got to tell you, from that promo and the other one he had on Punk, I was like, Whoa! where's this guy i haven't seen this guy in a while he had a fire in his belly that is missing from the guy flatly uh, not there now again this wasn't a mess of a match this is a good match not at all yeah yeah impossible to not walk away and think jay lethal the better performer in this match i just flatly trying harder just flatly trying harder in this match so we don't know obviously there's always things we don't know but i'm i'm with you man it's uh it, it makes you question the whole BCC thing, BCC thing as a whole. Like, does it? Does he need? Are we just done with this? Can we? Is it time to just flush this? Is it time to make it one of those things that we liked about early AW when they just like, all right, maybe we, this isn't working. We need to cut this, and that's and they sort of got away from that, and that's how you have very long ongoing dark order. That's how you have some of the very long ongoing stuff that's been going on too lately. Uh, Zoobs, I'll go on the record. I outright would be breaking up the BCC at this point. Or, or I, I'm not saying imploding, feuding with each other, but going their own separate ways or imploding. I haven't really thought about it. But whatever the – I don't think the group is serving anyone at this point. Uh, yeah, I don't think Mox is getting anything yeah. out of it. I don't think Wheeler and Claudio are getting anything out of it. And I don't know that Danielson has been uninjured for long enough for me to even have a read on his relationship to the BCC. And I think that has also hurt its, its promise versus its final result. Uh, not that they need to break up or anything, but I think the show needs big John Moxley. And I think they're going to book him incredibly strongly throughout this promo. I have him in the finals in uh, both of my C1 block or uh, brackets. So uh, yeah, if this is as simple as he knows he's going deep in the tournament and he has to do a couple big main events. And so he's going to slow it down and turn it up. No problem, but it's something to watch. Yeah, it is something like I say, not, I'm not a uh, red flagging here, but it's something that I monitoring for the last since the return, since the return and the and the the OC match, for sure. Torque Penderloin saying Jay Lethal was insanely good in this match. Unfortunately to say, yeah, I really thought he was. That's good. That's what you want though, right? You want you Agreed. want opening match. We thought it was a statement. You're giving them the Jay Lethal. You're giving you're giving guys like me when I'm feeling snarky the the easy ammunition. You're like, oh, I wanted them to make a statement, and the second guy through the curtains, Jay Lethal. But um, this you is know. what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, one moment that makes me nervous in this match is Jay Lethal hits the Ric Flair strut. It's a matter of time before they redo that woo off from TNA, right? And it's the ultimate remember this thing from 15 years ago, ha 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 moment of all of AEW. Maybe they can help fast. Maybe they can point at each other. Yeah, like the Spider-Man. Like, oh, they're like going the, full woo yeah. off. Do you think going, I think we are gonna get the woo off? If you don't think they're going full woo off and then they pan over and Jared is there and they're also doing a strut off, I think you're how do they get the insurance for that, though? You know, line <laughs> with feels Rick bad. Flair, you know, being you know. Well, it's probably part of the mushroom uh, drink deal. 
Sludge Williams pointing out that Mox's first two matches have been Briscoe and Lethal, ostensibly the two fall guys in the division. So it could just be him warming up. And I'm, I'm totally open to that idea if that's what it ends up being. Uh, that's great. And I'll call it out as such. And Corvex1266 pointing out the best thing about tournaments. Something could happen in each one of these C1 matches to cause them to feud against each other. Yeah, I think you have Claudio and Brian in the same block. Right there, you've got uh, a whole lot. Speaking you know of which, I'm tangentially related, Claudio and Brody on collision this week. Holy. I can't believe I missed the boat on C1. I've been calling it C2 myself. I saw the C2 was what was popular, but to me, it's the C. You got the G1 and the C1. They even, they got the, what, is that rhyming? But there's two Cs, right? Yeah, you know, I'm not a complicated guy, Zeus. Neither am I. That's why two makes sense to me. I'm an Avril Lavigne version of simple. I, I get it. Just, but right, like, is right. the, I, I, listen, I'm not a, I don't have the history of New Japan. Does the G stand for something? Am I missing? No. Is it because of the great one? Yeah. Great one. Okay, there we go. Um, so the C is then continental one or classic one. And didn't Mark Briscoe describe himself as the continental individual? No, there you go. This, I missed the show one week, and that's what I said. I missed, I missed the book. I missed the show one week, and I got no idea. Well, everyone's saying, <laughs> everyone's saying the thing. Uh, Sam Fell's saying we need a ruling on this. What are we going to call it? I'm happy to go with the Zoobs. Whatever the Zoobs. No, C one. You won me over. You just won the oh. argument. Yeah, this guy is noble. Holy cow. Why, why the, I must ask then, why the passionate defense if then immediately somebody else asks you for a ruling? Like, well, I don't want to beat the Zoobs. Well, because I ultimately defer. I, I think your uh, leaning is ultimately Grade... better than mine for broadcasting. Grade one says probably burritos. There you go. I knew somebody would know. What did you want? So the C1, Crade. Anyway, I'm not going to do too much about it. <laughs> do you want to do another half? Let's see. Hang on a second. What? I'm not gonna think too much about it. C1 uh, is what it is throughout the wrestling break parts going yeah. forward. There's because because when a match is on, brother, you're gonna want to see one. Hey now, there we go. We got there in the end. Uh, much like Moxley here in the end of this match, drops him for a sinking pile driver and locks in the rear naked choke in behind and picks up the win, making him go undefeated against Mark Briscoe and Jay Lethal in the C1 so far. Very fun opening match to Dynamite, but I really thought Jay Lethal brought it. He sold hard. He was intense. He even tried hard to make the lethal injection look like not the stupidest thing in the world, which is uh, no easy task. Yeah. I mean, if there was one thing, you better make sure it doesn't look stupid. It's your own moves, I always feel. Especially your finisher. Yeah. Especially. Who was it that couldn't do their finisher on TV the other day? That was tough. That was tough. I want to say Julia. Sky no, Blue. Julia Hurt? Sky Blue. Sky oh, Blue. yeah. It was Sky there Blue. Was. Good memory, yeah. man. Good that job. Code man. Blue. I watch. There you go. <laughs> we go backstage in the, or not backstage, we go to a video package of Eddie backstage after his loss to Brody King on collision. Um, I'm not going to go back. Humble in victory, humble in defeat. I'll be ready for Brian. Uh, I think a lot of people have Eddie uh, going very far in their bracket. This was called an upset loss by the commentary team. Of course, Eddie entering this as the Ring of Honor world champion and New Japan strong champion. We love this version of Eddie, don't we, Zoobs? That he can be the torqued up, passionate guy, but we get to see the man when he's been knocked on his ass as well. So this is something that I chalk up as a noted improvement to the show. And if you were asking me to make a list, which I do ask you to do later on the show, of like specific things that you would fix and change on AEW to make the show better. Maybe number one on my list, and it's such a number one on the list that I'm probably not, I'm not even going to say it in the later segment, is those great promos that are always on social media need to be on the television show. They, every week, the show, it, it's it's Thursday afternoon. It's like, oh, we caught up with Dan Garcia backstage, and he cut the best promo we've seen in, in weeks. 
Or we caught up with Daddy Magic, and the promo is unbelievable. We caught up with Eddie Kingston, the promo is unbelievable. We're back there with Ricky, with Ricky Starks, the promo is unbelievable. And it's great that you're getting social media hits from this shit, mm-hmm. and that it's being shared, and you're getting the Twitter, the Twitter views, and the Instagram views. That shit has to be on television. Agreed. N- what are we doing here? What are we doing? Let's make the show better. Uh, we can't not have Eddie Kingston on Dynamite for months at a time, which is literally what we've gotten. It's crazy. Um, so that's a welcome addition to me. And of course, Eddie Kingston cutting a promo and speaking from the heart is always the easiest thumbs up I can give uh, in the business. I love the framing. I love um, the juxtaposition. You, you you frame it against Eddie before the tournament started and he's talking. He's filled with a confidence he's never had before and he's putting both belts on the line and creating a whole legacy and then he gets into the thing and he's like right the g1 is fucking so hard why the like what was i thinking like did i overthink this am i have i completely fucked myself here by hubris uh what a mistake this might have been now i really am against the wall and i can't lose um you're getting the seeds of like what always undoes eddie kingston and you're sort of getting away, if, if it goes the way it goes here and he doesn't win the tournament, of, of getting those things off of Eddie and getting him back into the chase again, right? Because he's such a great guy to have in the chase and to have overcoming and to have losing and to have bottoming out and to have building again. Um, it's great. I, 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 I get down on my hands and knees and I pray that this means it's week in, week out, passionate Eddie Kingston feeling the extremes. And it wouldn't hurt to have one of his goddamn C1 matches on the television, would it? They put him on. He's the collision draw. I know. And it works for me. It does work for me. Yeah. Although this Saturday night, there's also a great bare knuckle FC card. So anyway, Um, you checking out Mike Perry versus Eddie Alvarez. Oops. No gloves. Uh, I mean, there's a chance. Big Ben Rothwell's out there. Anyway. Uh, Yes, Zoobs. That's Ludge Williams. People loving your words about the Mad King Zoobs. No Cole Roddy or the Kingdom tonight, points out double X 307. Good show tonight. Um, yeah. Crazy. No time no time they have to show crappy promos twice because of truck problems, says Corvax 1266. I think I know what they're trying to say there. Sometimes they have to go back to that one week and show the terrible <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. These amazing programs should be on my television, not next to the damn Coffee Cola Challenge, uh, says our social media producer, Autumn. Who's really correct about that. Uh, really dead on. Zoops, are you an energy drink guy? No, I haven't had an energy drink in like seven, eight years, probably. I had, I think I've had one in the last seven or eight years. Well, maybe that'll change as you are going to be advertised them every Wednesday, probably until you die at this point, as uh, Tony Schiavone is out here making an announcement with Big Woo Energy Boards behind him saying... That Sunday, March 3rd, is when AEW Revolution will be happening. So that, how does that date work for you, Zooms? That's pretty good after so three months after World's End. That works for you? Yeah, seems about right. Seems about, about right. Standard. Yeah. And of all the places for Sting's retirement show, they decided most fitting would be Greensboro, North Carolina, where he had a world title match, 45 minutes of commercial-free action against this man, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Words cannot be spoken to the volume and enthusiasm with which they deserve. Zoops, I, I know it's making a, a genius like yourself limited to one word is almost promotional malpractice. But give me one word for how Ric Flair looks and sounds. So two separate words. I mean, how does Ric Flair look and how does he sound? Uh, terrible and even worse. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Ay, ay, ay. Um, I'll admit, I thought Flair did a, a good job here. He just looks and sounds awful. I don't need it on the show, but this is... If you're wondering if he can still do a Ric Flair promo, I have a sense it's all he can do. I don't think he could give you a Richard <laughs> Flair speaking like a normal person. I think he could only give you... It's like, Rick, Rick, we need... we Greensboro, that's what you're picking. Woo! He slams a that mushroom. doesn't work for me, brother. Wow. That's a, that's throwback. a throwback. That's a nice one, Irish Mac. Sometimes I forget how long it's been since some of the stuff that sound alerts and like how long ago the reference art is art too. Like like uh poo flavored one filled with bugs. Like that's how long ago did that even happen? I miss it, man. Is it even still on the soundboard? That feels it, like I'm going for it. I genuinely am wondering. Uh I can't I, remember should... what that even sounds like. <laughs> yeah. How yeah, much does it cost? Right. It can't be it truly can't be much. Anyway. <laughs> on an anniversary dynamite, we should do like a retro soundboard night. Like when it's uh it, remember when they did the old uh explosion graphics again, the old graphics package on the anniversary? That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, dehydrated and dead are area thrashers words for it <laughs> i'm saying woo yeah absolutely uh sting's retirement match this is a pretty big deal right and being in greensboro this will be fun they've done real good by sting in, in yeah in the grand scheme and he's done real good by them so uh he deserves it i'll i'll, I'll break out the maybe the worst chant that going is he deserves it clap, wow clap. it is one clap. of the worst chants going isn't it this is wrestling has to be the worst though Height forever up there as well. I mean, named oh. their game. Named their I got, game I got one for you. I got one for you. Yeah, right. we the, the... we are awesome. We are oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, any of those are like almost a tier even beneath what we're talking. I think we're past. About. I think we're past that one. Yuck! If you've ever said it, you're not. How's that? Okay, Zoobs. You know what was awesome? This next matchup here. I'm going to go on the record and say this was the best match of the Continental Classic so far. How do you feel about that? As Mark Briscoe reminds us who he is against Roosh, um, who came here to shit kick. <laughs> Zoobs, I, this is what I want going down on Wednesday nights. Because, and if you don't mind me, I'll talk for a sec here. You got Mark Briscoe, whose presence on the show, even before his brother's passing, has been like goofy and uplifting, even to the point that he's like, I don't want people to be reminded of my brother, so I'm not going to be downtrodden. And so I think we could think of him as sort of, comedic and then he sells and i've talked about his unorthodox movements in rings so he can come across as lighthearted. early in this match he realized roosh was going to be coming hard and strong and you were like oh right he's one half of the briscoes like he is in a way that comes across as for real like shouting down roosh to me in this match like roosh just blasts him with a chop and mark looks down he's like what you got, Roosh? What you got? Walking him down and just belts him on his own. Like, as hard as Roosh just hit him. And you get these moments where it's like, Mark Briscoe is here, man. Like, forget about the redneck kung fu. This is a guy who knows how to get down. And I found their dynamic to be just awesome and captivating and good chemistry. And, you know, man, you, you're in there fighting for your life against Roosh. People always used to say this about uh, Bob Hawley, where it was like, you go in there and he's going to put you through the meat grinder and then you come out the other side and you're ready for the upper card. And it's like, you got to be ready when you're in there with Roosh, man. What a match. He does it over and over again. Roosh has, Roosh has, has good matches with good wrestlers and good matches with not that good wrestlers yep. and good matches with all kinds of people. Like I, I, I didn't see any of his career before this, so it's impossible for me to believe that he's like had any sort of reputation for anything other than a guy who just like 
runs through people uh and is a, an absolute menace in the ring it's it's awesome yeah a great shout as well from bobby burritos um it's just crazy we, we had the, the two of the hottest years of this company and the briscoes were nowhere to be weren't allowed involved right man oh man you can't you know you, that's what, such we, a... what we Bummer. what we missed but but geez yeah mark briscoe you, you love to see it um you love to see the the more than holding his own in this in the in this in a very competitive company and in a very competitive spot in a you know not that, not that he's totally foreign to singles but not his like almost like not his native like native language right like almost speaking a second language here yes um as like a single star uh it's 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 awesome man these guys are a great fit for each other i hope I hope even even with you know what will be I assume a lower score in the the tournament I think yeah. I hope Mark Briscoe sort of gets that maybe not to the level of an Ishi in the G one where it's like um, I mean maybe maybe Roosh is more suited to be that guy out of this tournament but you I hope... don't know man I think Mark's had he's your MVP so far like yeah he's, both he's, of his matches sort of are good like I would put have him, him or so like or you even use him as like the guy that you know he has these great matches and then at the end it's like he beats a top guy and you're like well you know he's been running through everybody and then they're near the end of the tournament and he's in a spot like makes sense that he would do that and, and you get your big upset win and you're in a big spot and you build something bigger out of it Hope i'd really like it. if he got the jay lethal win because those are your two bottom guys in the block i i hope he beats jay lethal sorry jay lethal um oh and also before i move on to roosh Really nice cactus elbow from uh, Mark Briscoe tonight. Uh, you know me, always happy to see any mention or reference to the all-time great Mick Foley on the program. And so seeing that was uh, a treat for me. Uh, yeah, you said it. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Zeus. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved. Roosh is so willing to go out there and slap you in the head extremely hard and see what happens. I wonder what happens if you put a Roosh in there with a Josh Barnett. Or with uh, a Katsuyori Shibata. Someone who might be like, what, what are you doing? Uh, I, I hope, really hope we get him, you know, somebody pushing back on the bully eventually. But the, the bully is somebody that I'm a massive fan of in Rush, and I thought these guys were just fantastic on each other. He's faked the double knees twice in this tournament. Oh, sorry, I meant to say this uh, about Mox and Jay Lethal too, but it works just as well here. I love what tournaments do for guys wanting to pick up limb injuries. Because it gives them something to think about throughout the tournament. You had Jay Lethal working Mox's leg the entire match. And then Roosh having the stomping in his knee the whole time. Then he doesn't do the double knees. He teases it. Monster slap instead. Mark gets up. He slaps him right back. Man, I was chewing on this match. Steak dinner. One of these every <laughs> week on TV, please. Yeah, great shit, man. I hope... I hope uh... I hope we get a lot more Roosh. That that's a that's an easy that's an easy additive to the. I hope he's I hope he's okay. I, I heard I saw some people buzzing that he might actually be legitimately hurt. I, I'm not yeah. as keen enough eye to scoop those kind of things, but yeah, look around. He, he was very convincing in that spot, which again, uh, that's pro wrestling. If you there's no there's no shame in thinking he was actually hurt. Like that's literally their absolute goal. Like they, it's like oh good they are doing their jobs. It's not you being silly or an untrained eye. It's like oh no that's a professional. That's especially a, in especially in a tournament, uh, hugely, hugely, hugely 100. important. Uh, people are liking the Rouge Savada idea. Yeah, here comes the jug. Do 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 do. That's right, sick Nick. The jug's over. The the me drinking out of the jug is uh, it's a good act on here. People like the jug. I love the jug. It makes the water look extra refreshing. <laughs> well, the, yeah, the jug is full of ice. Does that make you feel uh, even better? 
Oh, I suppose. Okay, it's full of melted ice, so I guess the water is just very cold. Yeah, didn't have the probably sound. Some, probably some probably some gas in there as well. I'd imagine. Well, I bet you have all three uh, of your phases of water there. Keep that in mind. One, states, two, three can be an effective states promo. Of water. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> anyway. Timeless Tony Storm is lying on the couch being catered to by Mariah May, RJ City, and her butler, Luther. Harder to say than I thought. Uh, Luther is holding the title behind her. I always love that for a champion when, like, the manager carries the title. It's like, I'm above that. I don't even wear the belt. Okay, number one is you wear the belt. Obviously. Everybody knows that. The absolute way to do it is to wear the belt. Dead last is anything that shows the belt disrespect, unless you're Tetsuya and Aito. But way up there is someone carries the belt for you. Remember Virgil carrying it on a like a soft pillow? Badass. Yeah. Why have a why have a manager slash uh valet if they're not holding your heavy things? What's Those the, belts what's are heavy. Point? Exactly what's the right. Point? Yeah. Well, I met Demetrius Johnson at a meet and greet and he let me hold the UFC flyweight title. And I was like, this guy's a hundred pounds less than me, and this is heavy for me. Do you you kneel down when you met him? Oh wow. I mean the picture of he and I, it is it is insulting. <laughs> You would, he, he's the toughest guy on the in the world at that point. You'd absolutely pick me in a fight just based off of here. <laughs> She's on the couch with everybody looking at her. Mariah Bay's fanning her. I have a touch of gout and I'm very dehydrated. My feet are sw- swelling, RJ, to please take off my shoe. Uh, RJ removes the shoe while informing her that she has a, a title defense coming up. Was it next week? I didn't write this down. Either next week or the week after. I forget. Uh, but at least to our first three keep it or kick it tonight, Zoobs. All right. Zoobs, are you ready for our first keep it or kick it? I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm primed. Usually you're apologizing for going early. Here we are, 52 minutes into the hour. It feels like a perfect time to keep it or kick it. The rules are as simple as ever. I'm about to give you a wrestling prompt, and you're going to jump into the emotes bar if you're a subscriber, which is very easy and fun to do. You go subscribe. You should do it. Get the emotes. So many reasons. Support. And in, there's a fancy website behind us. We're an independent operation. You're you're lo- you're looking at it, and then if Matt was on the screen, you're looking at you're looking at it. Uh, so you can subscribe there, use the emotes, and you can say if you keep the item or kick the prompt. Here we go. Zoobs, keep it or kick it. This statement: Timeless Tony Storm will still be over in a month. Ooh. saying zoobs now sometimes josh (laughs) sometimes you'll put out a prompt and the answer will be dare i say nigh unanimous and you'll think to yourself uh i blew it rough bad question on my end right too easy should have should have taken a bolder stance and sometimes joshua you will throw out a prompt that gets near i'll say nigh unanimous approval and you will think to yourself got him (laughs) that is that is true sometimes i'm like oh was mining for an idea here um 
Subs, it looks like 99% keeps, which is wrong. Correct. I knew this. I knew this was number two. I knew this was Josh has got a got him ready for all the keeps. I'll run through the names because you earned it because you have yeah, the emotes. Gritchy, Sever, Danny DeRosha, Albi 19, Stegabun, Sam Fells, Irish Mac 21, E Prime, I am Ahab, Iria Thrasher, Maddie Mac, Bobby Burritos, VZ, hey, my name is Will, Ryan, PM, Pacefall, Qui Gon, Gin and Juice, Truly McGinnis, C Suppa, OC, and Best Friends, Corbax 1266, Cadenza, Torque XX307, all keep. And the lone objector is our old friend. Who? It's Anfield Road. Let's get some brains in the chat for Alex. Okay, everyone? Let's get some <laughs> brains in the chat for Alex. Uh, Zooms, I don't think this act is built to last. Uh, not at the TV every week championship level. It's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tall ask. It's an easy thing to, uh, not easy thing. That's not the right way to say it, but it's sort of the, it's the kind of thing that you see the path to getting over. It's harder to see the path to staying over. I do see that argument. I will say, I feel like a month of wrestling goes by quicker than we think it does. I agree. It was it was the extremity of the statement that I was. I don't think she enters enters World's End like on fire hot at all. And I think people well, are like, "What the hell will it be like after this?" <laughs> well, the Mariah May piece will be the. I think probably the is the big pawn to to play here. And if people um, are ready for Mariah May to beat her already, I think that will be a, a coin in my favor. Not so much beat her, but give this what a lot of the women's championships that we'll talk about later, I think, lack, which is like a bigger thing than tonight as a title defense, which is so yeah. I think what is plaguing the division um, when I really think about it. We'll see. I do agree with that, too. We'll see. But Anfield Road agreeing with you, I think, is saying here, I think we already breached, we already passed the peak. Love when one person agrees with me. Shout out to everybody okay. else who disagreed with me, though. This is an open forum. I love hearing what the people have to say. This is the smartest chant in the biz. Maybe I'm wrong. Could be. We'll see in a month. We we all circle back on this. Yeah. Um, Exiting we'll World's see. End. Exiting World's, World's End. End is a month. Yes, it is. And so uh, we'll see. And Zoobs, you can you can be like you dumb as dog shit fool. Would never say that about you publicly. <laughs> publicly. <laughs> uh, what Matt and I talk about is nobody's business. Yeah, yeah. I only know you're joking because you just sent that to Matt. It wouldn't matter. You never hear back. It doesn't matter what you said to him. <laughs> all right. Uh, Zoobs, do we want to jump into our new segment, or do you want to talk about the Big MJF segment? That's where we're at in the show. This is this is your sort of an awkward spot here because I think this next chunk will be a, a while. Your call. Let's MJF it. I think it. I think it leads nicely into our conversation. Maxwell Jacob Friedman, who this week tweeted out, remember I think today tweeted out that he's heard and seen everything. Tune in tonight. He's ready. Let's recapture the feeling. Um, I was really looking for him to do that tonight because that's a big mission statement, Zoobs. And frankly, it's exactly what I felt like this show was needed. I think that the world champion, or at least his segments, I don't think he's been the worst part of them, but his segments have been a real low point and a tonal shift in this show for the severe worse. Uh, and so him, to me, recognizing that, saying tune in, uh, high expectations for this segment. He enters, he's walking on a cane. I don't think he knows how they work. Uh, he's wearing the Ring of Honor tag title. And the world title back around his waist. Uh, no more Jay White having. So you remember when Jay White was the champion there for a bit because he stole the belt. I do. I do. Yeah. The Burberry Dark times. Title. Dark times, quite literally. Pitch black, it felt like at points. He says, December 30th, Nassau Coliseum, Samoa Joe versus me. Already serious tone. This is not feuding with the, the Hee Haw Boys. This is me and Joe are the real deal. I'm going to be honest. 
I respect Samoa Joe. You know why? Because he didn't come here to line his pockets. I'm just going to have to live through these CM Punk shots. I, I'm going to have to objectively be like, okay, well-performed promo. Because inside, it's a shot at me. Uh, came here to line his pockets. AEW. Who drew more business for AEW? So pull, it, pull, it, pull it back. I respect Samoa Joe. He didn't come here to line his pockets. He's here because he believes in those three letters. And the chat and the crowd goes A-E-Dub. A-E-Dub. And the most important moment of the television show happens here. Because the MJF of late would hold out the mic and, and go, ah, A-E-Dub. He goes, okay, let's keep talking. He moves on through the chat. We got more to get to. This already is a nice pivot for him. He then says, talks about when he was tuned into TNA wrestling back in the day. And there was one guy who broke the mold. He proved you didn't have to be a bodybuilder to be a top guy. Thank you, Samoa Joe. And he's in full babyface putting over Samoa Joe, that whole old school adage about don't insult your opposition. You want to make it seem like the biggest deal when you beat them. That's all in play here. But then he turns on his heel. But I'm not too shabby myself. I helped build this place brick by brick. Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, John Moxley. Of all those guys, the win I'm most proud of is Samoa Joe. But I'm making a promise, and I'll promise it right now. I will show the world that December 30th, it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Zeebs, we'll get to what happens next after this. What did you think of this? Uh, the the big promo putting over Samoa Joe, really. Not, not, a, not an ill word spoken. When we had uh, heel MJF, there was this idea of what babyface MJF could be because the tool set to talk about whatever he wanted, however he wanted, uh, and have the crowd do whatever he wanted was there, right? Even yes. even in his bigger feuds where he was ostensibly the bad guy, he could come out any night and get himself cheered, or he'd come out any night and 50-50 it, or he'd come out any night and get, his, get the crowd to turn on the other guy at Whatever least a little bit. If not, whenever he needed to, um, which is part of what made it so disappointing when it was like, what is his idea of a championship run entail? And it's like really goofy stuff. Um, and like you said, holding Mike out and like this unbelievably like unpredictable cheesiness that ran total afoul with what made him such an effective heel, which was speaking honestly and being a believable version of a guy who just happened to be a scumbag, right? This is the idealized version of what the inverse of that is. Is like he is still a guy who does his homework. He's still a guy who knows yeah. every match everybody in the company has had. He's still one of the one of maybe the only guy I could think of off the top of my head that's still there that like mentions the other company's names. And when we talk about, you know, you you, you brought up the punk. Obviously, he mentions punk by name and 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 you, you said the thinly veiled punk thing about lining your pockets. You know, part of the realization on Monday when Punk went there was like, right, he's not at the company that acknowledges other companies. Yeah, He's not at the, like, acknowledge AEW companies. Like, the advantage that this place has is, like, MJF can acknowledge that other companies exist in the world. And can TNA say, and I, WWE. I watched TNA and they and they weren't smart enough to make him WWE champion. He could say mm -hmm. verbatim out loud onto the microphone. And that's an advantage and that's a difference. And it wasn't used as, like, a oh, slam. It was, like, a just a guy who loves wrestling and loves the history of wrestling. Um, saying how he feels about another guy. So this is uh, the MJF that should have been champion the whole time, quite frankly. I don't know why. And has been at different points. I, yeah. I have a working theory about MJF, Subes, if you'll indulge me. Uh, what would I be doing if I wasn't indulging you on this show? 
I think he mirrors his opponents in a bad way. Mm. Um, when he's with Brian Danielson, it can either be serious or it can be the you've got no dick and balls show. When he's yeah. with the four pillars, it's all over the place. He's either swallowing Jungle Boy or he's matching Darby Allen, raising him up. With the BCC, it was chock full of too much gag work because the BCC is, or sorry, the Bang Bang Gang, the BBG, I suppose, not the BCC. It was too fully yucks because that's the energy that they bring. And with Samoa Joe, it is the perfect place to mirror this grounded, serious version of his championship that I think we're all craving. Um, and I think that that's really great to see Bore out here. And I thought the, the way you put it was really, really nice about it, well, it's funny because the the bad faith doofus crew was out as soon as MJF says WWE. It's like, oh, they they bring it up. Da, da, da. It's like you can't have rules about this stuff. And hands as deft as MJF's, I totally trust taking shots at the other company or bringing up the universe. In fact, like the Zoob says, it's an outright advantage. Punk can't go on television and even the best he could do is elude. He'll be like, oh, RKO, I know another guy with three letters. Like, it'll be those doofus non-thing ever. And MJF can't, knows how to tiptoe through the landmine, so to speak, and is uh, the right sort of person to be bringing up Cody Rhodes and, and CM Punk and John Moxley. And what he's doing is he's talking about the history of AEW. It did make me think we're yet to get to Hangman, which is interesting. Yeah, that is interesting, and and all the all, a lot of the legwork is done mm -hmm. in terms of star making moments and big big things. No question. But then MGF breaks his cane, which I knew he didn't need the whole time. He, he didn't know how it, he was. Just, he, he pretended it was a shotgun at one point to the camera. He, he, he did this with it. If you need a cane, you're not you're not pretending it's a damn shotgun. Um, but then he breaks the cane, and strobe lights start. Because somebody played it's the poo flavored one. I'm filled with bugs in Minnesota tonight. No strobe lights come on, and it's the devil, Zoobs. He's here. He's fucking with the lights in the arena, uh, as he does. And it's a bunch of goons in black jackets that have the devil mask printed on the back, which I actually thought looked pretty cool. I thought the jackets were were a funky faction thing. And all the devil guys are beating down MJF. And then after weeks of these guys beating down people, this is my only real complaint on the show, to be honest. These guys have been the scourge of television, beating old Bang Bang Gang, they're putting the acclaimed and Bill Gunn through windows. All these guys, they see Samoa Joe, and they're like, oh, fuck. They fail. They, they, they are gone, daddy. Samoa Joe single-handedly chases away the devil's crew. I guess that's the... That's the thing. Whole factions can't do it, but but Big Man Joe, not bad. Um, well, once we get him in the ring, it's a whole different thing, right? Not, not, you're you're damn right. right. And uh, I like the I like the Joe doesn't like doesn't like run down the ramp, and there's no slow easy coming out. Like the music hits, and he's ringside. I yeah, that was a great. That was great. It's well, like, and on there last... was no time for them to get licks in or like take some shots. There's no waiting around. Like, why aren't they hitting him? Uh, it was like immediate. 100% and it was great uh, continuity from last week where Joe did that great promo on MGF where he said don't worry you're going to make it to world's end because you're my property now and you might notice people don't tend to let, lay their hands on my property and this was just like he promised he was right there watching MJF's back the moment these guys ran in I mean these three mass figures they saw Big Joe they're like get me I'm out Sorry, devil. Anyone but him. <laughs> I thought this was great. Um, then the lights go out. 
uh, AEW does that like fake cut of the broadcast, like the somebody's taken over the the truck, the tech. I actually like this stuff. It gives you like a Sopranos cold cut ending. He was like, "Oh, what's going on?" Get some attention, and then these words appear on screen with a typewriter noise behind them. I actually thought this was very effective. In the shadows, our games begin. Will you face the unknown in a tag? Are you a hero, Max? So, Zoobs, these guys are challenging MJF to a tag team match next week. Am I correct in reading that this will not be the devil? This will be like two of the devil's acolytes? Is that is that what's going on here? I expect this to be henchmen that are revealed to be people that have like have a personal issue with MJF. And we we mm. we see that it's like it's the people that have been uh in the orbit of him uh revealed. Maybe Wardlow for one. Yeah. Trying to think yeah. of who else could be in there, but I, I gotta say this all for how bad a lot of the devil stuff has been. There was no goofball laugh. We got right to it. It set up a match next week. I have no problem with more sports entertainy, however you'd say that, moments on the show of which this was. But I thought this was pretty well done, Zoobs. Did, did you enjoy this segment? And also love it or hate it. It's like okay, time to get it. If it, let's go then, right? If, if, even if you do hate it, you gotta be like, all right, then let's just finish it. Then let's get the guys in the ring, unmask them. Who's the devil? Let's go, right? Like it, it's there's it's not going to. It's it's worse if it doesn't get solved. At this point, it's like okay, let's just get it out of the way. So um, yeah, it's fine. I, I do run a little bit of like, all right. So the masked anonymous guys, goobery next week is not something I'm super looking forward to, but I get. It's getting us to the fireworks factory here. It does, though, as you say that, make me think it is a train heading off a cliff. To me, Zoobs, Tony Khan has to be the smartest booker on earth here. And this is what great wrestling bookers do. We should not be able to book better stuff than they do on the show with great. Now we have all the benefits of not knowing the mechanizations and all these things. However, generally, we should not be able to get better angles. When people ask me, Josh, what would you do? Who would you put under the devil mask? I have no good answer. I have zero. I do not know what a satisfying payoff for the, the the closest thing is Cole because it's like normal and expected. So I suppose it's not awful. Um, but but I don't know what they do to get out of this. I don't even, and I'm talking about if you go psycho mode, if you go, oh, you can sign anyone. What, what would you do? I don't have a clue what would be a satisfying payoff to the devil. So it's, I agree. We got to get to it. And if it's going to be bad, we got to rip this bandaid off because AW doesn't need hits right now. Yeah, it needs hit songs. It doesn't need hits against. Got it. You nailed it. Very perfectly done. Anybody that would satisfy you is the devil. There is not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's varying degrees of dissatisfaction. This right. I, I would almost, I'd almost rather it be Jungle Boy. Let's just like, oh boy, launch into it. Whatever. Maybe we could pretend that really small guy was Josh Barnett somehow. If we could do that, I would. The war masters here, and he just fires all the henchmen, and he's like, "The mask was stupid," and he's just Josh Barnett now. They just signed them, basically. I would the I guess maybe the one is like I would do you go super avant garde, and the devil is MJF somehow. I'm being serious, Zoobs. I don't think that's the worst way to go. I I was thinking about that on my bike ride today. It's like maybe that is just he's like he's in such pain that he's like blacking out and not remembering hiring guys or something. I don't know. I mean, all again, there's no great option in my mind. I'd love uh, to be surprised, though. Shades of uh, Kane versus Seth Rollins from back in the day. Seth well, freaking Rollins. I mean, we knew who Kane, corporate Kane and the demon were. No one was like, who's under that man? Well, he didn't. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I suppose that would be MJF and the devil. You're absolutely right. 
Um, really good segment, I thought. A nice back on track for these guys. Wonderful to not see the kingdom um, or any of this shit. And really funny that they're scared of Samoa Joe. Because I don't want to talk I'm about Action man. and Dreddy. Thank you for the follow. <laughs> colorblind man. Colorblind man. Do you think that's an actual colorblind man or the first name, color, I last name, so. blind man? I assume. I assume Come on. Person, Bad Aaron, nine months. Thank you so much. Just left Dynamite. Love you guys. Look we at love that. You too, Matt Aaron. Thank you. Well, good show to be at. Just left Dynamite. Love you guys. And boy, it took him an hour 40 to leave the building. That's got to be traffic. We'll probably uh, stay for probably stay. I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. Uh, thank you so much, Fat Aaron, for being around. Nine months. That is so sick. Um, boy, boy. Can we get your score, Aaron? On the yeah, like, very would love to get a stadium score. Rampage. Rampage. Yeah. Would love to know what your score of Dynamite was. High scores in here tonight. Uh, besides, although you've walked in at the worst segment of the show to me, it's Action and Dreddy tagging with Top Flight uh, versus the Hardy Brothers and Brother Zay. Zoobs, are these two teams? Who are you less interested in? Uh, uh, <laughs> your, your face was one of holy shit, man. That, that was, I don't see that often out of Zoobs. That was, oh my god, hard question. Fat Aaron weighing in with the six, so align nice. with you and I. Uh, I think brothers, I mean, Matt, Jeff Hardy, probably Jeff Hardy, frankly. Yeah. Um, not for me, this, I don't know who, anyway, uh, not for me. <laughs> uh, I'm amazed, amazed that on a night of like cutting a lot of things, they really like Dante Martin, right? They want to really do right yeah. by, by Dante Martin is the underspoken thing here. Um, so I get that they want to do right by him and they, he's a guy that I feel like they had big plans for before a bunch of stuff happened and they keep trying to get him back to the guy that was like right before all this stuff happened. And, uh, you know, just a guy that in that hook vein of like, he's a talented young kid, but he needs a lot of matches and got to find a place to put him. Yeah. I actually was going to draw a hook comparison myself that these guys are both touted stylistically very different, obviously, but Dante Martin, it might seem foreign now, but he was very touted in early AEW and a absolute focus of the company. I think he would have gotten a push not to a pillars tier, but the clear a side of top flight. I think top flight probably would have held the tag titles in an acclaimed guns sort of way. Like I think they were at that mm -hmm. level perceptually before the injuries to both brothers, Matty max, right. That the crowd was super into Dante, but steak of buns is equally correct. Saying most of the people in this match are in the 30%. And uh, yeah. Uh, you're right about the horrible injury, which they did. We decided to show us twice. That's cool. I was going to say, you said do right by Dante Martin. I was like, did they though? Cause they showed Don't us forget. leg break twice. <laughs> Don't forget, here's the awful leg injury that he that he suffered and the close-up shot. Like, like, okay, you could have just said he hurt his leg and we would yeah. believe you. Don't forget. <laughs> no question after the replay twice. Leg was I'll... not pointing the right direction. Uh, no, so no he's pointing the other way. Uh, I must say, though, Zoobs, we watch so much wrestling, right? AEW isn't even the fed of the hours I watch the most of in a week. And you can forget stuff so easily. That destroyer through two tables that he breaks his leg on is a mind-blowing move. It's a mind-blower. Yeah. What were they thinking? I, I'm surprised I all he did was break his leg. That's a mind-blowing move. Destroyer over the ropes through two stacked tables? Mama Mia, man. Ow. Not great. Uh, Maddie Max saying, 
<laughs> very few people had seen the break footage it's probably true a uh, vz saying hard cringe for me didn't need to be reminded of that image i saw a lot on our timeline being like why this is gruesome why am i seeing this yeah I, I don't you know think you, we know people you, we know our, our friend john is somebody who's just like if, a, if there's a broken like never show it to me ever yeah he'll be in our mma chat and it is funny though for all this i can watch any deathmatch wrestling anything i'm entirely with john if it's an eye poke injury you you see that finger go into the eye Oy! get it out of there i don't want to talk about this match i have nothing to say I'll t- okay here's what i got to say if you're gonna push dante martin why has he got to be with his, his worst brother and Action Andretti? These guys are a trio. We could just have Top Flight return here or just Dante Martin. Like, all due respect, but like Action Andretti is zilch energy. He's not Nothing. an addition to this faction besides thinking that it's like, oh, the three of them are very athletic and we're going to pair them with the, these three luchadors, which gets teased after this. And, I'm, you know, it's going to be a match made in hell for me, but there'll be lots of impressive feats pulled off. I, I'm with you. Action Andretti is your it's it's subtraction by addition here. I don't, I don't do not get it. The two brothers are in a tag team, and the other side of the ring is two brothers in a tag team. I don't know what we're. <laughs> you can't put it any better than that. Fifth and six worst wrestlers in the match need to be added. I don't I don't quite get it. I got nothing else to say on this one. Don't know why I was on the show at all. Besides, I guess you get the Hardys on the show who have some maybe sell some tickets for you if they're on the poster. I I don't know. Doubt it at this point. Well, maybe Brothers A moves the tickets then. Could be, yeah, could be. Renee is backstage with these three charisma bombs, Dante, Darius, and Andretti. And luckily, they are saved. Or dwarfed, depending on how you want to look at it. As these three nothings (laughs) are about to start talking, and Pentagon Jr. struts in in a gold suit, looking resplendent. If you are trying to get over, having Pentagon walk into frame is the worst thing ever. This was like me doing the show with Thomas last week. It's like, well, hang on a sec. I don't want to be compared to this guy. Uh, here goes Penta. And all he does is he goes, one, two, three, pointing at these three zeros. You add them all together, still zero. And then he goes, one, points at Commander. Another zero walks in, two. And then Vikingo walks in, who's a big deal. Everybody likes Vikingo. Three, zero, mierdo awesome all it needed to be here's here's the man take it over here yeah three of you guys me and my guys i rock we're gonna kick the shit out of you i'm in man yeah easy free lunch here he's, he walks into i don't know what <laughs> <laughs> penta just one of the coolest wrestlers in human history period flat i don't care other cool orange cassidy roosh tetsuya naito they might all pale in comparison uh to your man pentagon holy where do you think he got that suit oh it's got to be custom made simply got has to now i see in the chat uh several ones saying luchadors in suits greater than this is a long-held opinion of the zoobs i think at one time he told me it's like your i we got some question on the mailbag about favorite pro wrestling iconography i think was the question right uh, yeah go to halloween costume for me multiple years as well oh that's so good <laughs> all you gotta have is a suit and a mask so and you had both <laughs> Yeah, and then underneath you get to wear like really colorful underwear. That's the, and by the end of the night you get to strip down to your underwear. It's a, it's a great, it really a great Halloween costume. costume. Yeah, a little a little note for me to you. It's a great Halloween costume because you over the course of the night it goes through different phases and you get to strip your underwear at the end. Maybe next year. That's my advice. I have written at the top of the page here, Zoops, uh, just these words, and I just want you to answer these words, okay? Yep. Do we need to advertise all? in right now 
things where I just I'm just accepting that the British audience is not me. So whether I care about this or not doesn't matter. But it, it's it's what seven months from now? Is this gonna be every week until why we, we Revolution's date just got announced? They're like, well, don't forget to buy tickets to All In happening in in 2027. Uh, nothing. We're not even building to building to building to building to it. It's a lot of seats to sell, man. This isn't a. <laughs> it's a lot of seats to sell. And you don't have the. Remember, Zoops, how confident I was that we were going to get CMFTR versus the Elite at All In. I really, I really thought that was going to. Yeah. Happen. I look yeah. like a fucking idiot. We knew we were going to the universe. Yeah. I, I know. But they I sold know. those tickets off the Fugazi promise of those guys crossing over there. That was definitely yeah. part of the bump. No yeah. question. Got Punk Joe. So. Uh, Maddie Mac may do that costume. Psychologic like Sadine saying luchadors humorously just wearing street clothes with their masks. I don't know what the question is, but I love that look too. Yeah, just like when they're in the the mask because it always looks awesome. I think wearing yeah. them casually, great, great thing to do. Yeah. Enfield Road reminding us it's an extremely large building. It's true. I just mean like, is now the time? you don't have anything to sell. You're just holiday selling shopping. The... You know, the holidays are coming up. Black get your, get your tickets. Your tickets. Black Friday. I, mean, I guess it's Wednesday the next week. But yeah. Yeah, Black Friday and Cyber Monday are a month long, though. That's true. And that seems, they seem to be not as uh, big as they were in the past. Anyway, let's move on. Julia Hart, still can't believe she gets to use the last name Hart, here versus Emmy Sakura. And Emmy Sakura already, first of all, I love that she's carrying the house rules over to her TBS title defenses, like she did with the trios. Her opponent gets to pick a house rule as she defends her title. Fantastic. Emmy Sakura, smart, saying, okay. No submission because uh, the what's she called the heartbreaker, uh, the heartless, uh, the heartless submission is how Julia usually wins. Emmy says, "Hey, if you can't if you can't use that, I'm in the money." I thought this was great. Um, Emmy's strikes are great. This is a surprising match, man, because I figured out why Julia's clicking for me. I figured it out. Um, it's like so many wrestlers. It's because of her selling. Julia is ahead of the curve in that division on selling or at least in this match i'd have to go back and watch and see if this is indicative of a trend but in this match tonight she was great actually making emmy look extremely strong one strike at a time breathless being taken off her feet by shots selling that she is the smaller person in this fight unable to use her submission which is the story of this match as they get to it later and uh, emmy does tap but for nothing uh, i really liked this match this was the julia hart all of a sudden, somebody that I can just bank on in good spot. She feels like a big deal, and I liked the match suits. Where, where were you on this one? So I have the point I made earlier a little bit about, like, it's it's just hard. Emmy is great, and and she's a great wrestler, and the pick was great. It just You don't have the why she has the title match to me. Is is the, like, it, that, that I, hangs over it. That hangs over it for me. Last time we Only. saw her, she lost a uh, uh, shot at the bigger title. Yeah, the last 19, literally the last 19 times you saw her on AEW television, she lost. I looked it up. Uh, 19? You've never seen her win on AEW television. She won on Elevation and she won on the YouTube a couple times. She's never won on AEW television, ever, a singles match. 19? You name a champion, she's lost to them. You name an AEW women's wrestler, she's lost to them. Um, she that's doesn't. Bad. She's never won, she's never won a singles match on TV show. And that's fine. Like, this is just a, a, something that I want to get away from and be consistent in not liking... Well, also, you know, I had the two parts of my brain where I could also be like, okay, be that as it may, let's check out the match. And I thought it was a very good match. I, I'm with you. Julia's uh, the most reliable women's wrestler on the roster right now. What the hell? 
I want yeah. her and Statlander singles. I think there's a real chance that'll cook at the pay-per-view. I really do. Those two are, are like the reliable in that scene bangers to me. I'm, I would be excited. And I suspect that will be the match at world's end. Yeah. Um, Can you talk a I little think... bit Zoobs about how Julia comes across? Like, I really feel like she is filling this space and coming across like a big deal in the division, which is hard for these, this division. Yeah. She just sort of like, she seems really complete. She just sort of seems yeah. to know who she is and, and what she does. And, and um, is also simultaneously like growing and adding and, and, and doing it, quietly like i think there's like a real a real quiet confidence bubbled up and a real yeah um measurable growth and you're absolutely right a lot of it is the selling a lot of it is not the offense it's not like i don't i didn't think the finish was was especially you basically landed on her feet on the moonsault um okay i have two of two comments about their top rope maneuvers and yes. again, I'm thankful to be able to critique women's matches in this spot at this level because a lot of the times they're just falling apart and not not even like, I couldn't get to this level. It's like, okay, well, there's nothing going on. But both of these two were going way out of their way to protect each other on those top rope spots. The the moonsault from Julia, and I forget what Emmy went for off the top before. Oh yeah, Emmy is like not even aiming for her on her move. She's like aiming to miss. And uh, you know, you, you want to be out there and take care of each other. But yeah, I, I very much noticed that too. Uh, but to further your point about the, you know, the factions working, like just sort of even having that grounding, even having that um, philosophical base, even to sort of base herself around um, and, you know, the, it started out almost as a meme, like she is the leader. Like she ends up embodying running her own division and she's the one who's like, you know, we talk about the Callis family as like, who's actually benefiting from this or uh bcc who's actually benefiting from this like julia hart is benefiting from the house of black more than maybe anybody it feels that way and but maybe the momentum like you say in that faction benefit brody king off of a big upset win on eddie kingston i would have actually liked to have seen him tonight coming out with julia just like a reminder that they're the two forces of this team on the show and at some point we need the story on malachi black because something's going on but that's for another day she's their leader that's exactly right, Maddie Mac. Oh, was Emmy's spot a moonsault as well, Bobby? Okay, well, then their dueling moonsaults were not looking to actually hurt the person. Tattoo Yendo stomping his feet on the ground, mad seeing somebody do that. Okay, RJ is backstage with Mariah May. And Zoobs, if they are in the chat, I give full permission, whatever you need. Someone in this chat called mariah may going to be flirting with rj city to try and get tony jealous and getting mariah may is going to get more attention from luther and both luther and rj city that's happening you if you are here tonight you called that correctly and i didn't see that coming as mariah may is backstage with rj city i know that i'm new but i came from stardom which is a pretty legitimate place zoobs to further your point in the beginning this is aw you're allowed to mention other feds this fan base is much more likely to be hip to stardom than basically any other major wrestling company on earth i would imagine maybe besides new japan and then she says all right well wish me luck i'm going in there to talk to tony but it's tony khan and I think the implication here is that she wants a title shot. She wants an opportunity. She's seen Tony's life up close and maybe wants a shot at that title. What do you think of this here, Zoops? I think uh, another good another good um, mark on this show of like, there's some interesting stuff going on. Let's, let's start getting to it, right? Like Mariah May is here. Let's not burn out on the she's following Tony Storm around stuff. Let's get, let's get it, yeah. establish it, and get her in the ring impressing us because... You don't want her, like you said, if, if the Tony Storm thing is uh, apexing and hitting a crescendo, 
she can't get dragged down in it. She has to, she has to get up to the top of it and then stay up there. And uh, I think getting her in the ring, letting us see what she does, letting us see yeah. how she works is, uh, is the really important next step. And it's good that we're taking this as soon as we can. Couldn't agree more. I think it's going to be very fun to watch Mariah May come along. If she can just, if this division turns over super quickly, if it's Tony Storm's always been a fixture, but if you get to the Mariah Mays, the Julia Hearts, and these people are rising tide, that, that's very helpful. Excuse me, very Hugely helpful. helpful. Hugely helpful. Sorry, one second here. Got to plug in my laptop before it dies. There we go. Makes sense. Makes sense. Wow, he was very curious to see where you in the chat are in this Come one. Come on. Thank you to Bobby Burritos, gifting a sub to JS604. What a guy, this Burritos. Ain't that nice. Christian and Adam Copeland. This is their big segment. This is the setup, and it starts with Christian. What I'd like to do right now, and he calls out Adam Copeland, saying, let's do this face-to-face. I want a match with you. Security is out, and it takes a little while, but here comes Cope. And he's dressed like a biker zoobs. You remember Biker Undertaker? Biker. So this brings me to two questions I had for you. Two questions? Two questions. Uh, Edge comes out. Uh, he's dressed uh, in black boots. We have black skinny jeans. We have black vest. We have black, uh, I'll say, I'm going to say vaguely band t shirt adjacent wear. Yeah. Uh, black toque. Question number one Do you think Edge looked cool? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. Uh, this was almost this was almost entrapment, this this question, because it was like question two is have you ever worn basically this exact same outfit? <laughs> I had to wear any vests. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily I saw this one coming from my you, you can't hide this lettuce under a toque, Zooks. Believe you me. Tooks look very strange on. Uh but yeah, listen, black jeans and black boots. Edge, talk to me, brother. We're we're out there. Uh, I called Edge brother. Uh, he's out. <laughs> Good pickup by you, Zoops, if I may say so. We're not gonna need security because I'm sorry, says Christian, and he makes an appeal to their friendship. For the the six hundredth time, he reminds everybody that him and Adam Copeland were friends a long time ago, and Adam Copeland didn't have a dad. But, but uh, he's not trying to say he was his father. I was his brother and our family adopted you. My family still cheers for you. Remember my mom driving us all around? My family was yours. I love you. Let's do this for your mother. Let's re-team up one more time. Edge sort of turns around, thinks about it. Then Christian goes for the belt shot. Ed Chopeland sees his old friend's tricks coming, hits him with the nut shot. Shine that belt up real nice for me, Christian. Because next week, it's me and you. I accept. Oh, and also, go fuck yourself. Shout out to the censors on this one, who are a good 20 seconds late on my end. There was You heard <laughs> yes. go fuck yourself clear Not as even, day. Huge cloud fuck. reaction. The crowd reaction mutes. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Go! <laughs> Not, <laughs> Not even close. Not even in the vicinity. Um, what did you think of the segment, Zooms? These two guys. How ap- how big is your appetite for uh, Edge and Christian feud in 2023? And how did you think that they maybe delivered or didn't deliver on that feud? So the answer to the first part of that is not that great uh, of a appetite for it. I just, 
you know, there's a lot of flavors. Cope, I think, for us is not one of the ones that we would pick. Um, but that being said, I also acknowledge this is about as good as this could possibly get. Um, right. Christian Christian speaks fully honestly the entire time. Um, does a great job of um, basically presenting Cope with no real reason. He didn't say anything that to not believe in, right? Every one of the little avenues he could yeah. have gone for the easy cheap shot, he made a point to address and not go down. He made it really tough on him to be like, if you don't believe me on this before the physical thing, you're you're the one being the asshole, right? You're getting everything you wanted. I, I, my hands are down. My, my, my hands are behind my back. Like, I'm agreeing with you, telling an honest story, being honest. Christian is obviously great at what he does. They limited how much uh cope actually says yeah. right the only thing he says is is the one line and then he swears and leaves um i acknowledge this is probably the best that we're gonna get this is the closest we're gonna get from these two guys of like what i look for and i also was sort of struck with thinking of like yeah let's do this like let's do this let's let's go full out on this one because they're again we're talking about this being not a reset night but you're getting um, interested people, how are they gonna how are they gonna fight back? How are they gonna what are they gonna present in the face of what we saw on the other show and, and the big news and what where's the company aligned? It's like you have these guys, you gotta do it. So let's do these two guys for a title next week. It feels it does feel pretty big. It's like, all right, this is the lever they can pull with 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 edge right away of like anybody that's interested in him that is checking it out. Uh, we got him in a title match against Christian. It's like, damn, in terms of what can they do? What levers can they pull to to gather? We use the word very liberally. The casual, the, let's say mainstream. I won't yeah. use casual. I use I'll use what would they do to, to get mainstream interest? This is probably pretty damn high on the list. So uh, I think commended to to getting this right to it. I thought this was a really good segment. I just thought it was great. I thought both guys understood their roles. The only thing I couldn't understand is why not have Ed Chopland accept. And then the moment of betrayal happens. Agreed. I, like the the back and forth felt sort of like you're you're oh I don't want to look dumb, but I think the moment would have played bigger had he had this. You know what? And maybe even the crowd comes alive for it. It's like you know what? E and C, we are the greatest tag team ever. Like going along with the Silver Tongue Devil, and it's like you know what, Christian, one more time, baby, those tag team titles are ours. And then boom, then Christian connects, <laughs> and Edge doesn't get to be the smart guy. I think you could have really had a like a, an AEW moment, quote-unquote, go down there. But I, I think they're doing – are they in Montreal next week? They are. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's just the right match to put on in Montreal. If you don't have Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens on your roster, a Canadian will do. You think maybe Jericho's in a big moment. Uh, but hats off to these guys. I'm pretty – I have a pretty closed heart to just this feud in general because I don't need to see it. Uh, but I thought this segment was easily their best work involving the other uh, since, since Choplin arrived. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think you said it right. Going into Montreal makes a lot of sense. And, you know, with him maybe agreeing and or not agreeing, I did I did wonder, like, if this goes differently, if the crowd does get into it. Like, right, the crowd yeah. doesn't want to get along with it as well. The crowd doesn't want to go along. The sure. crowd wants Copeland to not believe him. Copeland's doing everything he can to not believe him. I think if you could have gotten the crowd... To be like, yes, yes, yes. Because we don't even know if the crowd does want that, right? That's true. Maybe that you, I hadn't really considered that. There's a chance the crowd would turn on them uh, teaming up. And maybe now we're going to get to our final. Keep it or kick it of the evening. If you're ready. And we can continue from there if we need to. Keep it or kick it. This statement. Ed Choplin should beat Christian 
for the TNT title next Wednesday on Dynamite. Pretty, it's pretty negatory so far. As Sever One, Sam Fells, Steaky Buns, Bobby Burritos, Qui Gon, Gin and Juice, I may have all kick pace foul keeps. E Al B uh, nineteen kick for Pendleloin kick. OC and best friends kick. C Suppa kick and Psycho like the Sedines kick keeps from Cadenza and the Maddie Mac. So it's three to a bunch. I would say you're looking at something close to. Uh, 75, 70, 75%. So I want to know what, well, we can't have this discussion, but I want to know what people want out of this. That's surprising to me that it's so heavily slanted towards a Christian defense. Where, where are you on this one, Zoops? I think he, I think, I don't know that Christian loses a lot from losing the belt. I think he's still got his, I'm the dad over the, over kill switch, pardon me, and Nick Wayne. I think there's plenty of meat left on that bone. I think um, showing the world we have Edge holding a title, yeah. getting a big moment. I think it does a lot for them. So I, I expect Edge to win next week. Yeah, I'm surprised by the people here. I don't I love Christian too, but I don't think like big run with the TNT title is what this is about for Christian or or for this feud. Um but who knows? We'll we'll see. But I'm surprised by that one. Yeah, it, it's sort of it's sort of the one of like I don't know who's giving Christian his comeuppance if this if not this. That's what I mean, unless like Kill Switch is gonna reclaim the name Luchasaurus and do it. Wayne long-term Nick Wayne grabs it, I guess, is the... Sever saying, why start up the Patriarchy only to have him lose right away? Because he's, like, a great loser. And it's about the faction, and I think Chope's the guy to beat him. I can't think of somebody who I think would be better off or get more out of the win. At the... Or, like, if you're going to have Ed Chopin in the company, like, is it not to to beat Christian here and add a little gleam to that title? Maybe not, but but that's that's what I'd be doing. I'm with you. We're on the same. It seems It seems like the play to me as well. Uh, all right, Zoobs. It's time to never swear on screen again, okay? That, that go fuck yourself. That's once. You know, yep. We don't have censors here. so we Like Finn Russo. Remember, <laughs> bro, October 30th, 2023. I said it for the last time. Zoobs, you, you should feel uh, honored. People were, uh, somebody in the Discord asked, what's the, what's the Shootopia episode? Their new patron saying, what's the Shootopia episode I should watch? Almost unanimous, your episode with Russo. Bro. It's, it's not even my favorite Zoobs episode of Shootopia. Uh, wow. Oh, I, that Sandman episode is probably my number one. It's eye-opening that that was the t- kind of thing that you're watching in your free time. <laughs> eye-opening. I mean, anyway. Jay White versus Swerve Strickland closes the show tonight. A very fitting main event of your C1 here, I think. Can can Jay White stay in the ring a bit more? This guy loves the damn outside of the ring. This match, I don't know if I actually have the numbers. I feel like this match took place 70% outside of the ring. 
interested to see what becomes of Jay White here. Not that Me it's too. a crossroads, but early weird spot um, after the after the how dreadfully the entire MJF experience went after how dreadfully he came off in the match yeah. after how dreadfully the build went uh that being the first like big payoff to how good uh bullet club gold became there for a little bit in the summer i'm interested to see where this goes um i mean a guy that you have the new japan experience so is used to the ups and downs and the wins and losses of yeah, a yeah, yeah. tournament That's true. and how that can build in your character and how that can shift you so i don't worry about it that way i'm just interested to see what the decision is for his focus his uh way that he interacts with the world um but yeah it's a great match he's a great, he's a great wrestler and and i hope continued trickling in of like swerve is on the way up to the very top swerve yeah. is if not joe then swerve is sort of my feeling here I think we both had Swerve winning in our respective uh, Continental Classic pool zoobs, but Matty Max saying he picked Jay White to win this one, and that makes all the sense in the world to me. Like, I, I could see that one going either way. I maybe like this match a little less than some people. Again, I really thought it was heavy on the outside work. There were great spots in it, of course. The Everybody's going to love that running stomp that uh, Swerve hits, and that one looked especially effectual. And he also runs Jay into the barricade real hard. I just felt like I didn't get to see these guys like lock up and really get to it all that much. Like it was sort of da -da 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 -da. I don't know. I just I couldn't quite quite get into it for whatever reason. Not that it was a lots bad match meat. by any stretch. Yeah, lots of meat left on the bone in this one. Um, yeah, that's a good way of saying it. Very much. I mean, listen, part of the one of the things I love about tournament style is that is the time limit becomes part of match. It's a third member of the match almost in some way, and there for was sure. sort of. There was sort of a, a, a idea that Jay was looking for a draw here, right? It's sort of like trying to extend it out and trying to get to the 20, and then uh, it almost immediately costs him uh, when they announced the five minutes left. I think that's a nice I like that too. thing of like a, he's a cerebral guy and is looking for the easiest way out or just looking to Very escape. Very Jay White. Very Jay White. Um, and again, thrilled thrilled about the swerve. We want swerve up, up, up. But I'm with you. Like There's me on the bone. I just thought the, the general helicopter of like swerve ends up on top and um you know you continue to have interesting questions about what jay white's going to do i think um nothing lost for either of them to take a loss here and, and, a, and a big thumbs up to the direction that swerve was going i think this does tell us a bit specifically about where jay white's going to be in this tournament he's going to beat lethal and briscoe but he's going to lose to anybody above them i suspect like i think he's fresh out of a title scene loss he's in the tournament to remain a big deal but he's not going to be picking up a ton of wins May i could even see briscoe getting an upset win over him to be honest like i, th I think jay white's largely going to be here to get over his character try to cheat in matches but ultimately not win uh, a ton of matches yeah and i think the opposite for swerve strickland i think he's yeah. here to win yeah i agree agree totally uh, but I like this match, just didn't love it, especially compared to Roosh versus Mark Briscoe earlier in the evening, which I just thought was an absolute home run, the exact sort of thing, the intensity that sometimes I feel the show is missing, the fire, the fighting spirit was alive in uh, the Kung, the redneck kung fu genius and the leader of Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And that was Dynamite Zoops. Awesome. Yes, you are. <laughs> Stop. You are, you are awesome. I'm not doing. You love game. that. You love that move. You love. You love. Yes, you are. As a as a reply to somebody. You know who taught me that one? one. Yeah. Who knows? The original swagman, Marlon Phillips. That's who. Positivity is good. Absolutely. Yes, you are. 
<laughs> not bad uh zoobs thank you so much for uh I, I felt like tonight was a nice double dudes i felt like the sword and shield were sitting in the damn pocket the good dynamite brings it out of us perhaps uh or maybe the the distance making the heart grow fonder Th thomas was wonderful last week but uh, always always nice to have the zoobs back in the saddle absolutely zoobs you're the man maybe we'll we'll see you in the chat friday for friday night meltdown and uh otherwise Love and energy. Love and energy.